Hello and welcome to the War Report. I am your host Cyrus, uh, joined by Quan. This is the show where we talk about NXT and AEW. Uh, it was a week in wrestling for the most part. I don't know. Uh, how do you feel about these two shows this week, Quan? Um, I think NXT had two really, really strong matches. I think AEW this week was a, a one-match show, which we expected. Mm-hmm, absolutely. But I wouldn't say either show was bad or anything like that. So it was it was a fine week. I think uh, both shows have a strong card next week as well. So mm-hmm. we'll, see, we'll see how it goes. But yeah, this week was, was cool. It was cool. Uh, AEW has a very, very strong card next week, which I was like very puzzled about. But, uh, yeah, because they got a pay-per-view coming up and what. Yeah. I, I, you know, I thought they would be saving it for the pay-per-view, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> uh, uh, shit, man. How you been? How's life, man? I, I skipped uh, that part. <laughs> hey, man. Ain't much been going on. Uh, what's going with you, man? Uh, well, uh, as far as answering the previous question, <laughs> I miss it. I, I miss NXT this week because I was, uh, I was outside you, playing. You was, I was, you was outside. I was outside, uh, playing kickball and my body is like insanely sore <laughs> a very 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 unathletic uh so like my body is fucking killing me dog you're, you're hurting right now <laughs> yeah i'm really yeah. hurting right now and this just tells me that i need to get in shape because this is ridiculous i should not be feeling this bad after playing like two games of kickball that'll do it to you bro loki you know what i mean the older you get i keep telling people i'll be telling my daughter that like yo She's like, you're not even that old. I'm like, it don't matter. Running it, running hurts. <laughs> it hurts. My shins hurt. Yeah. So, and I got to go to work tomorrow. So let's we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, that's about it. And we could get into into the trenches now. Uh, let's see. So I don't know who just decided to just lie outright, just like hit up a journalist and just lie. Uh, but Tessa Blanchard and uh, Daga, I don't know. I don't, I'm not familiar with who he is, but they're not in talks with AEW. So who the hell was just like, uh, just for, hey, man, I, I got some word on the streets. You, and then just you like know straight up lied. You know who doing this? Like, uh, uh, you, you want to give me some insight? Well, who is it? You, you, know you, you, is, think, you think it's part of the camp? <laughs> team Tessa. Uh, and I guess Daga by proxy. They've been trying they, every every six months. They put out little feelers to see what what you know. Uh, I mean, what, what's how the streets uh, feel it? Yeah, how the streets feel. And it's the same thing every single time. They keep trying to do this with the, uh, NXT. Mm-hmm. But do you know, do you know how you know how uh, how trash you got to be? Even <laughs> NXT won't even look at you. We got, <laughs> we got potential pedophiles on that show, and they were no. like, "Nah, we good. We good on. We good on Tessa, bro." Te- uh... My, <laughs> and I think another thing that's wild is that like, all right, so it, it might be Team Tessa, right? And they're just like, all right, look, how do we make it feel real? Uh, let's throw in Daga in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Like, well, what's his contract status? Like? Uh, so they're not in talks, and I think I, I think I, I think we could stop this. For now. I thought it was very funny that the report came out, and everybody was just like, you know, just like why. You know, <laughs> but uh, somebody just came out there and lied. 
but I'm so tired, Dessa, bro. I'm, I'm like, yeah. you, know, you know what made it worse too? Is that like I forgot who even reported it, but they were like, oh, the plan is to do some kind of like you know redemption story. Oh lord! On top of it, just I'm like, come on. Bro. Okay, but you can't do a redemption story because then you have to acknowledge that she is racist. And she never really apologized for it. Exactly. So to do the redemption arc, you have to acknowledge that what you did was wrong. And I don't think there's any coming back from that because you straight up just told a black woman that you like spat on or, you know, got very disrespectful with that. That didn't happen. And then you're going to try to bring it back. Like, yeah, it's not going to work like that. On, on On top of that, too, like that would just kind of kill AEW's credibility, you know. Mm. I, I'm not going to let that go, they, how, how they were talking about, you know, inclusivity mm. and everyone's accepted in AEW. You can't... And they, you can't they, be... they truly followed up on none of that. Yeah. <laughs> so then... I'm going to keep harping on it every time. You know, like, you can't have... You can't be out hiring, you know, a racist and... <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, it, it, it is shaky, but... Speak us out of here. <laughs> yeah, but uh, a lot of the news segments are AEW heavy this week because it, it is very rare when that happens. And there was like nothing on NXT this week. Uh, so there's no more uh, <laughs> Chelsea Green updates. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Um, so AEW Double or Nothing on May 30th will be full capacity. And I know there has been a true like power struggle between AEW and uh, and WWE on who's going to have the first like pack show first, because it, a couple of weeks ago we reported that um, AEW wanted to be like full time on the road uh, around July, and then WWE was like, "Well, we're going to try to do SummerSlam, yeah. or you know, we're going to try to have full capacity at SummerSlam," and then now AEW, uh, you know, earlier this week. Or well, today, actually, they decided that no, fuck it, double or nothing, full capacity. Like they are really fighting to be the first full capacity show, and I don't think this is something that we should truly be fighting for. <laughs> yeah, um, I got to give credit to uh, WWE for having some restraint for a oh, change. Yeah. I am amazed that they haven't gone full crowds yet. Like uh, amazed. I, I I was like fully expecting that, like after Mania. Yeah, you know, fuck it. Yeah, uh, or like they were gonna like, um, be at the Ram James State uh Stadium like for Raw or something. Yeah, for and that like, week, that would have been that yeah. would have been cool. But yeah. uh, don't don't they do that where they have uh like Raw and SmackDown in the building that they're gonna have Mania in? Like that no. happens, right? Um, they haven't done that in a long time. Uh, well, they could not since the arena shows. I think the last time they did that was Chicago. No. And that was what twenty four, not twenty. I don't know that twenty two. Yeah. Uh. Well, I, I I'm just speaking because of like uh, other like pay per views. Like I remember going to w- War Games, NXT, uh, War Games, SmackDown. No, War Games, Survivor Series, and Raw all in. Like, yeah. The oh same yeah. Building. Okay. Yeah. That yeah. would you. I think I'm thinking like WrestleMania and WrestleMania. But yeah. For yeah. More, Sorry. They do the same arena four straight days. That's true. Um. <laughs> I will say this though. Um, did you watch the UFC? Do you? I don't even know if you watch it. Did you watch the UFC card? I don't. Um, know. I figured, but they had a full crowd <laughs> capacity. I will say. It, yeah, I saw it that. Made it, it Very made it spooky. It, it was spooky. <laughs> it, it, it sounded nice though, but yeah, they they, they was bugging yeah. down there. Um, um, that was it. That was indoors. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. I see yeah, a mask. They don't give a shit. <laughs> I want mask in there. Uh, so, yeah. Hey, man. Just be safe with it at, at the most part. Like, I know WWE isn't going to, like, care. Or, like, AEW isn't going to care. But at least take care of yourself and, like, keep other people safe. In that. You know? I... Because we we seen the crowd shots from NXT and AEW of people like pulling the mask down or all that other stuff. I definitely think with a full capacity crowd like this, yeah, you that's... motherfuckers should like really be like protecting yourselves. Like, At least it's outside. Yeah, but we'll it could have been worse. And then uh, Jericho, the MVP of this week, <laughs> is a, uh, a a lot of uh, newsworthy stuff. But I think the first thing I want to start out with was. Him shitting on impact, and I don't think that was an angle, brother. <laughs> I, I don't think so. I mean, um, our roster is jam packed as it is, and I think it's been. I think our our involvement with impact has been pretty much what it should be. Uh, I'm not saying this in an egotistical way, but but AW is in a completely different level than Impact is. So anything that we're doing with them kind of benefits them a lot more than it benefits us in my opinion um and i think the fact that they've had kenny omega there and they've had private party there like you said that's a bonus for them chris jericho will never go to nashville and work in an empty studio in front of somebody uh you know there's just no no reason for me to do that so you know if those guys came over to invade who are they gonna i mean if if we needed to make it impact side jump i told you how aew views impact it's the projects yeah, nobody wants to go down there. And like, what do you and, gain from going down there? And then when Jericho was saying that, I think like, is it like some like, I guess like resentment because of the Sammy Guevara thing? Like, is he like sticking up for Sammy? That's a possibility. Uh, I will say, like, uh, like that's a little, that's a little, uh, you know, he's just adding Jericho, a spring more. He's loyal. He's he's loyal to his friends, so I could see him, you know, sticking up for Sammy and saying, mm-hmm. "Hey, we're not fucking with them over there." Oh yeah, or like you know, they was trying to screw over my guy. You feel me? Yeah, fucking I'm trying to pay my man's. Yeah, so um, Jericho did that, and I I just think like <laughs> a lot of people that were just like, "Oh, they're running an angle. Let's go!" Yeah. Or like, "Oh, Jericho's gonna show it." I was just like. I don't know, man. That that seemed very uh, concrete that he is not going over there while there's no crowds. Yeah, so, I don't blame him. I wouldn't do it either. Yeah, and also like, I don't I don't really think that's a good look for Impact. Period. So, uh, <laughs> we we we've been saying for the past couple of weeks that like this uh this uh partnership is kind of ridiculous and like Impact is gaining nothing from it, and this kind of just like solidified it. Yeah. Even Jericho said it. He was like, "Yo, it, it, this is what it's, it should be. This this is what it is. It's not going to yeah. be any bigger than this. They should they should be bowing down to us. You feel me? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, earlier this week, uh, this week as well, Jericho showed up on the Saturday Night Main Event podcast with Dan Laurent Louvransky. I'm hoping I say that right. Yeah. Um, he had an idea for a AEW New Japan evasion angle. And I don't I don't I don't see how you're gonna like truly pop this off, but uh good luck because borders are closed and I think like several people on the roster just got taken off the uh uh the tour 
for COVID, uh, mm. COVID scare. Like Okada's like off it. Is he? I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, okay. A lot of the folks in chaos are like kind of like taking out. Like Yo and Show are like off the tour as well. Oh, were they on the um the Don Taku show? Yeah. I haven't watched the second night yet. No. Okay. Yeah, they they were taken off. For, uh, I believe for this uh, night too. Which oh, that's. New Japan, you're wilding for doing uh, two with the with the roster you have doing two nights. You're wilding. Yeah, they do two nights. Of anything for that damn roster. Yeah, they got they got my man Tenzon dragging his. Come on, bro. Why you got, you got Tenzon <laughs> out here, man? Tenzon been wrestling since before I was born. Let, yeah, let hang it up. You feel me? But um, so this this is what Jericho had to say. I see a great evasion angle for AEW and New Japan. I think that. Tokyo Dome, uh, I think that's Tokyo Dome. I think Jericho and Kenny, we call ourselves the Golden Jets with the Winnipeg connection. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, I'm not from Winnipeg, so I don't understand what the Golden the Jets, Jets is. That's right a, a hockey team. That's a, okay. Hey, man. They released one shirt, cease and desist, <laughs> baby. <laughs> but, um, and then he... Uh, he goes on to say, imagine Kenny Omega and Jericho versus Tanahashi and Okada or Ibushi and Okada. What, uh, whatever that Tokyo domain event, then come back to Madison Square Garden or the Staples Center or the Air Canada Center. Air Canada Center? Yeah. I, um, I like that he just threw in the, uh, the Air Kennedy Center. Like that's like some big... Pred- uh, you know, that's like the biggest prestigious thing in the West. But um it might be out there. I get like I get still springing hope that like, you know, a AEW, I mean uh a New Japan main eventer might show up at AEW at uh at some point in time. But I like that in this uh in the uh in the full quote, if you listen to the full interview, he doesn't say that he wants those main eventers to like show up at AEW. He said he rather says that him and G, uh, him and Kenny go over to New Japan instead. Yeah, and I think New Japan really needs that. <laughs> I do too. Um, also, he said Tokyo Dome. They only do Tokyo Dome once a year, right? Mm-hmm. My, so yeah, I mean, by January, I'm assuming you know the, oh. the world are probably pretty open. Yeah, by January fourth. So I mean, hey, it's a possibility. And yeah. you're right. I, I do agree. I think uh New Japan really needs that. They mm-hmm. uh they need they need some kind of spark because I my I was planning on trying to keep up with New Japan this year, but like I just oh no, there's not much to care about. Yeah, there's, there's not much to care about, and I'm I don't think that Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho will entice me enough to watch AEW. Uh, I mean, to watch New Japan. They barely do it for me to watch AEW. So, like, I kind of don't care. But um, I do think this is interesting if they can actually pull it off at some point and the dream of the Forbidden Door can finally, like, all come together. Mm-hmm. But um, we'll, we'll see if the Golden Jets uh, <laughs> ever occur. We'll see what happens. And then, um, very uh, silly name, but <laughs> Eric Bischoff on his uh, 84, uh, 84 Weeks podcast, 
he says that AEW has too much of an indie feel. And I feel like that is something that we've been like saying for like the past couple of weeks now that it just feels like PWG. I've been saying this is the, since the first episode. This like, <laughs> is just PWG on TV. Yeah. Um, so I, it, it is a very long quote. I won't read it all, but Eric Bischoff basically states that AEW needs a balance between like being the indie stuff. Like he says that he likes the indies, like he likes a lot of stuff on there. So like, that's not a bad thing, but they need to work on characters and storytelling. And I think we, <laughs> we, we have stated that many times on the show that AEW um, kind of struggles with the character part. Yeah. Because Kenny, Kenny Omega showed us what his character is currently. And it was terrible. Um yeah, Miro came out uh, earlier tonight, showed us what kind of character he is, and dog, I somebody needs to write his promos, bro. Uh, what is it? I think I think uh, I think the strongest characters that AEW have currently is Britt Baker, and it it, it took a long time to get there, but I do think like that's the strongest character on the show currently. And then um, the the reason, the quote that made me uh, want to put this on the docket was Eric Bischoff says, some are way better than others. Some are spectacular. Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, uh, but for the most part, they all kind of feel the same. And yeah, like I, I, agree. I agree 100%. I agree. I, I don't. I personally don't really feel that there's anybody I personally feel like totally connected to on AEW, but like, obviously like there's people I support fully, like everybody in death triangle, like I support them wholeheartedly, but like they AEW has truly done nothing for me to care about them. Uh, and then I wanted I wanted to care about hangman Tate so much. I really did. And then, <laughs> well, it's hard. They haven't given us a reason to care about them at all since in months. Oh s- shit! I would say in a year. I haven't. Ca- I haven't cared about them since uh the tag <laughs> match. Mm. I, I I am not. I I am not a big fan of the Kenny Omega and uh Heyman Page singles match. I'm not a big fan. You wasn't a big fan. I enjoyed that. I thought it was fine. Good match. I, I didn't say I didn't like it. I'll just say I'm not a big fan. I'll uh, say that. I'll say that. Uh, but um yeah, like it, it it's it's been a quite like some time since I've cared about Hangman Page, who somebody I really cared about. And like we've been singing Britt Baker's praises for fucking months now, and they're finally giving her the title match. Time. But Eric Bischoff does make a really good point. Uh they do need a balance, they really need to figure this out because Dead. Like, yeah, you're new, but dog, there is so much to steal from. There, there, there is like so much old wrestling that you can steal from. Like, you can steal some ECW shit. You can steal uh, some old WWF stuff. Like, there's no shame in that. It's really like originality is very hard to like come by. Now. Yeah, wrestling, wrestling done everything. There's not much you can't. You Just know. start. Just start stealing shit. <laughs> it's, okay, it's, okay, it's okay to recycle. You know what I mean? Yeah, or just draw. Like, 
I say steal, but I really mean just draw inspiration from like really other good characters. But that that is the uh, <laughs> that's the art major in me speaking. But mm-hmm. <laughs> we will finally transition into uh, a really good episode of NXT from what I saw. These four women destroying one each other. Blackheart had eyes on her partner, and that's the only thing that motivated her up. Candice LeRae now, and now somehow Indy Hartwell has made her way back into this match. Hartwell, beelining right for Ember Moon. Pretty savage elbow drop back in the ring. Blackheart's knees buckled. LeRae with the chair. LeRae's the only one standing. LeRae looking maybe for the wicked stepsister. Blitz, center of the ring. This is it. Blackheart could be out. The All right, so Swerve and uh, Leon Ruff have a really, really good uh, false count anywhere match. Uh, <laughs> I was kind of worried about where these two guys would be if they weren't in kind of like the North American title picture, but NXT is really making it work with these two and doing some great character stuff for the both of them and yeah. get a new stable out of this. Uh, the Swerve's entourage. <laughs> we, get, uh, we get Swerve and his weed carriers. Yeah, the, the Wii Carriers and... Uh, My man from Most uh, Wanted Treasure. <laughs> yeah, Yo, you know what the funny part was? They, like, they, like when he popped up on the screen, like... The, oh, the you out your damn uh, I was just like, that's hard. <laughs> like, we're supposed to know who the fuck that guy was. Yeah. Like, what's his name? I don't know. What's his name? I forgot his name. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> I don't to even all, know to, his name. to all the listeners, please don't scream at us, bro. I, I truly forgot his name. And you know what? The weed carrier should be anonymous. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, great match. Yeah, I, I I thought it was stellar. I think they're doing great stuff with Leon Ruff. I am not mad at like, I, I guess it's a swerve finish. I don't really uh, I don't really know what to call it, but I, I like this. Like, keep the feud going. Honestly, like if these guys aren't going to be in the North American title picture, or you know be in the world title picture or tag team stuff like just keep it going they have really good matches and uh i can see this going to like a steel cage you know mm, yeah that'd be cool i wouldn't be mad at that oh yeah just, also, just keep it going also i just looked it up it's aj francis he used to okay. be in the he used to be in the nfl he was actually on my dolphins but oh that's cool but yeah so you know what if my uncle was watching nxt he probably would have been like holy shit it's <laughs> Uh, man, he be he hit he's a nose tackle, so he had to be like a diehard fan to know who the hell this guy is. Oh yeah. But, uh, <laughs> no, he barely played. He had twenty total tackles his whole career. So, oh, as a as a all right, 20, let's not read his stats because somebody could be like, damn, this nigga trash. <laughs> 20, 20 tackle. Hey, you know what? He made he was in the league for a long time, so I'm gonna let him cook. Yeah, but uh, you got your brand, bro. You got your brand, man. But um, 
Yeah, man, that's cool. I like Swerve having a little entourage. Definitely mm-hmm. add something to his character. Get more people on TV. Um, where did Leon go from here? Do, so you just think they're gonna keep it going? Just keep the match, keep the matchup going. Did Leon get a little squat? What's he gonna do? Team up with some guys, some underdogs? Yeah, just, uh, seriously, just keep it going. Um, I, I, I don't, I, I can't think of somebody that he would like team up with right now. But I do like that Leona Ruff is like starting to get like more intense, more, uh, yeah. you know, more fire under him. So like, just keep like. That fire had to burn more after that, like, loss, you know? Yeah. So, like, just keep it going. Um, I'm trying it's been a It's been a while since we've seen Tyler Rust on the show, so. Yeah, um, I was thinking that the other day. May, may, maybe him, maybe Malcolm Bivens uh, slides through and give him that. Or, um, I, I, I don't know. I, I was thinking Bronson Reed, but like Bronson Reed is on to bigger and better things. Like he he all swerved now. He got a, he got a title match coming up. Yeah. Uh, Ever Rise? I don't know. Ever Rise? No. Ever Rise? Keep, Ever Rise keeps showing. Ever-Rise. Okay, but like Ever Rise keeps showing up on the show, and I'm just like, y'all motherfuckers gonna do something, or y'all just gonna be like they very too- ba- very bad comic relief? Like they're, I have not they're... laughed at a single segment that they've done. They are 205 live lifers. They're 205 lifers. I didn't even know they were on 205. Lifers. Yeah, they're on, they're 205 guys. <laughs> Shout out oh. to uh, Mansoor too for getting getting the raw call oh, up too. Yeah. Also, oh, he could probably tag with some. T- oh, what is Akira Tozawa doing? <laughs> yeah, you, probably, free- you yeah. probably team team up with him or some shit. So send Lucha House Party back down there. Uh, yeah, please. That was fun. But uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, with those two in the future going forward. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa and the Grizzled Young Vets also have a really nice uh, match. Uh, I love, I absolutely love Wade Barrett going, hey man, where the hell my shoe at? <laughs> and then Timothy Thatcher this is beating the hell out of, I think, uh, Zach Kissing with his shoe. <laughs> I thought that was great. I thought that's, that was fantastic. Shit, shit, shit gets so intense, you don't even realize your shoe came off, bro. That's, yeah. Yeah, no, it's a fun match. They were hitting each other hard like we expected. Um, Just fun match all around. I think the right people won. Mm-hmm. Um, you think we get uh, a Thatcher and Champa eventually MS- getting the MSK? That could be a fun match. Yeah, probably. Um, either... At some point, I don't think they're going to win. So that's where no. that, and that's why I'm like, okay, where do they go after that? Like, because like you're a tech. All right, this might sound shitty, but you guys are a tag team that kind of have like no like success. Mm. You 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 got like you got some you got some wins, but like, yeah, I don't want to say that, but you know, yeah, like they racking up wins, but like they're not uh they're not racking up anything like truly substantial. So it's just like, what are you guys even still partners for? Just out of like mutual respect. Yeah, man. That's it. Y'all, y'all yeah. motherfuckers, y'all motherfuckers got goal aspirations and like you know, just some bros. I don't know. I, I I do think it's weird, but well, I don't think it's weird. I'm just like, well, where do they go after this if they don't win it? You know. Uh. That is for Matt Bloom and uh and Road Dog to find out. <laughs> is Matt Bloom still creative? I don't know, but I I see I ain't heard that name in a long time. Matt Bloom is a very notable face in my mind when I think about <laughs> NXT. 
So uh, we'll see what happens to them, and we'll see what happens with the Grizzled Young Veterans. And then, um, what is it? The, the, uh, Delgado Del Fantasma has a segment where he call, uh, Escobar calls out Kushida, and they're going to have a match next week. And then Joaquin Wild and Roa Mendoza call out MSK. And like, I'm not sure if that ha- match is happening next week, but it's going to happen. We'll see what happens. That's going to be fantastic. I don't, I don't think they're going to run another triple threat. No, but that's gonna be great, man. Uh, Legado yeah, de Fantasma has been—they've been in their bag, man. I'm so, hey, man. It hey. feels—it feels good to stand winners. <laughs> yeah, they've been in their bag. I call, I called it, man. Uh, it, it was all up from there. So, um, I think the match is gonna be really good. I don't know if it's gonna happen on the next takeover. It might just happen on like uh, which is like a random uh, NXT during the uh during the summer. I don't uh. Excuse me. I don't know when the next takeover is. So. Might be August. No. Real shit. No. They'll do one in June. Relax. All right. They'll do one in June. <laughs> and then they'll do one in August. You, I didn't realize. You, you think they might run back to Great American Bash again? Wait, when is 4th of July? Let's look at let's look it up really, really fast. Mm. When is 4th of July this year? Oh, uh, it's on a Sunday. So well, NXT NXT has been doing. I mean, they, they can yeah. do it on a Sunday. I mean, they can yeah, do it. Uh, sorry. Oh, my fault. <laughs> it, it's processing in real time. <laughs> they can do it. Yeah. So I, I think. Mad at that. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. But um, the next big segment uh, segment on the show, which I thought was really cool, we haven't seen Karrion Cross doing much, but now in one short segment, we see that it's Karrion Cross versus the world. You feel uh, me? We got Kyle O'Reilly, Finn Balor, Pete Dunne, and maybe Johnny Gargano. Well, it's definitely it's theory next week. Yeah, but like, it, 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 is Gargano dabbling into uh into that picture? Mm. Not. I, I feel don't. I feel like Gargano would want to prove that the North American title means more, or like he's like a better champion rather um, than actually fight for that championship for that belt. Yeah, just yeah. To see who's 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 the best, better of the two. Hmm. That that's why I that's where I think that's gonna go with that. But hey, I w- I was fully expecting when I was watching the segment. Uh, I thought Regal was gonna come out, hit that, hey hey hey, and then you know we're gonna run a Gauntlet Eliminator or like you know uh, a, a Fatal Four Way, you know, just re- usual Regal things. You know? Low key, I would <laughs> love a Fatal Four Way. Yeah, I think this would be great. I think that'd um, be fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Cross Kyle O'Reilly. Oh, no, no, no. I, I meant for uh, Fatal Four oh. Way for a number one contender, but oh, a title match would be fire as well. For the title, yeah, yeah, that that'd be heat. I would like that. I, I think that I think that would uh, I all right. It sounds great, but I think then Cameron Cross will be running running through his challengers too fast. Yeah. So true. there might there might be a swerve at some point in time. Um. Where Adam Cole gets involved and probably like fucked over Kyle O'Reilly or something. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And then probably like take him out of the match or like some shit like that. Or if it is a number one contenders match and like Gargano and Theory aren't in it, it would be Adam Cole. Yeah. I, I, I am. Cool. Inter- I'm interested to see where Adam Cole fits in all this because clearly mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like he's out of the main event picture. Yeah, I'm. I'm very curious to see where they're gonna go with all like. I'm. 
like what this picture is gonna like turn into because like yeah. right now there there's a lot of colors on the board right now uh so we'll see what happens i got a question for you all right Who, whose outfit was worse uh <laughs> kyle o'reilly or carrying cross's outfit who had the worst fit kyle o'reilly has uh a very um I'll never forget when Amp said, uh, Amp Avelli, uh, shout out to Random Back to Podcast, where he said he dressed like Jason Mraz. And now <laughs> I, see, I see that every time I look at him. Um, Kyle O'Reilly dressed like uh, dudes I didn't want to be around in college. Oh um, my God. That did, he, yo, now let me Google Jason Mraz. <laughs> I oh, honestly. No, he does like Jason Mraz. He I don't like know. Him too. <laughs> Funny thing is, I don't know what Jason Mraz looks like, but he looked like somebody that like really listens to Jason Mraz. <laughs> nah, uh, Kyle O'Reilly's cool. I love Kyle. Fit that, that fit, man. Them fits are there's something. And then Aaron Carrie, Carl, uh, he, he like a blackjack dealer. <laughs> I don't know what he wears. <laughs> <laughs> tight, tight ass vest. Oh. Um. <laughs> But um, next segment, the main event, which I thought was absolutely fan fucking tastic. Oh man, um, I I really liked during uh just just during the picture picture break, they were just like, all right, we're not gonna do anything big. So it's really just Candice LeRae setting up all the spots that they're gonna do once yeah. they come back from break. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it should be. God damn mm-hmm. it. Um, but no, I, I thought this match was really really great. Really good spots. Um, I was really like ready to see what Indy Hartwell can do in a no disqualification match because I've never seen her in one. Uh, killed it. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely went ape shit. Yeah, I was. Um, I knew what Shotzi Ember. And uh, mm-hmm. Candace are willing. We're willing. We're willing to do to make this match. <laughs> yeah, we we all know what a fucking Shotzi Blackheart is willing to do to just win a match. Period. Yeah, a, a regular match, a regular you know standard five minute match. She's still trying to kill herself somehow. Yeah. So, but I was very surprised by Indy. I think this mm-hmm. was her coming out match. I mean, by far the standout spot. You know, it's funny. Like the Indy doing the uh, the springboard. Elbow to the outside. He loved it. That was fake. You know, you know, you know how fire that was. The fact that Shotzi Blackheart literally just jumped off a fucking platform through a table. Literally it thirty happened. seconds before that, it happened like that. Like <laughs> Candice Ray was about to do something, and you always said, "I got it." Springboard, not even a wobble on the ropes. Nope. And just went bow. Insanity. Savage, yes. Indy Savage. Beautiful. Beautiful man. Man, what a. Uh... It was I'm a really happy. good match. I love it. I'm really happy for them. I'm happy for yes. I'm happy for Candice. Candice definitely uh, deserves this title reign. Yeah, uh, Candice Array deserves the title reign. Finally, she has the accolade under her belt. Yeah. Uh, Indy Hartwell, like, it is really good that Candice Array kind of just brought somebody up with her. Yeah. Like, this is, like, absolutely fantastic. Um, we, we'll see what happens with Shotzi and Ember Moon going forward. Maybe a rematch, I'm unsure, but uh, this kind of seems like the end of the feud. Uh, yeah. because Sh- Shotzi Blackheart and uh, Candice Array have been feuding for a really long time, and 
it's Shotzi Blackheart who ate the pin and Candice LeRae who pinned her. And she her he shot her tank shed in by Frankie Monet's dog. So I mean that is started something. If, that, if that's the way you start a feud. That is I'm not, even mad, I'm not even mad at that. Is that the way they're going to start the feud between uh, Ember Moon and Frankie Monet? To get dog shit in my tank? No, that's a good, <laughs> reason. That's a good reason to fight somebody. I'm not, you know what? Yeah, that's absolutely. Fair. That's fair. Uh, I, I'd want to fight a nigga if they had <laughs> dog shit in my tank. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a very interesting way to go about it. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, I'm looking forward to that. And then just for quick hits, um, what the hell are they about to do with crimes and Ted DiBiase, bro? Is this like just jokes for the show? Because they I'm just they like, don't, they don't are, have to do it. Like, are they gonna have a match? I am enjoying the skits. I do think they're really funny. Um, you know, it's very big bank, take little bank. Yeah. And I, I thought I thought it was really disrespectful where he was just like, I rented a booth, and then Ted DiBiase was like, I rented the whole spot. Spot, I thought that was yeah, insane. You know, he said he said he bought it. He didn't say he rented. He said he bought the spot. Oh, okay. spot, spot. Dog green. <laughs> <laughs> Very disrespectful, bro. And they didn't even give Grimes his money back for it. <laughs> they said, uh, "Yeah, you got you got your little dog coin, but look, I got that old money. I got that money from the '80s. It's, it's a different really? type of bread. You know what I mean? <laughs> different. That's yeah, what, that's what so- said." Um, we'll see where that goes. Like right now, I am enjoying the uh, the vignettes, but um, you know, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where it's going. Yeah, Grimes is kind of just like doing shit. <laughs> and honestly, I wouldn't mind, you know, just a little three minute match between Ted Tibiasi and uh, Cameron Grimes. Like, yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to it. Cameron Grimes could do something goofy. Yeah. He'd trip over himself. He's good. He's good at that kind of stuff. <laughs> slip, slip, slip on some change. Yeah, Dibiati <laughs> don't have to exert any energy. Yeah, fine light. Nothing crazy. Yeah, nothing I just crazy. think it would be fun. Um, Saray has a match against uh, uh Zayda Ramir. Yeah, Zayda Ramir. I thought it was cool. They definitely let her wild out. Um, they didn't let uh. They definitely let uh, Ramir calm down, uh, like cool down for her big win over Tony Storm. <laughs> yeah, and at the end of the match, um, Vic Joseph mentioned that Saray is undefeated, and NXT, please stop. Did he really say that? <laughs> yeah, no he 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 she mentioned that she has a streak going on so far. It's a small one, like it's only like it's only been two matches. Yeah, but like, yeah, so I was just like, calm down and like, you know, NXT just has this thing going on with Asian women and undefeated streaks. And I think we can absolutely do something different for uh, Saray here. Just like, we don't have to do the undefeated streak, guys. You know, they, <laughs> you know, they love doing that. They love bringing the foreign woman over, have her be undefeated. Oh, I can't even uh, say foreign woman. It's like, it's been Japanese a Japanese woman. It's the yeah. Japanese woman. So uh, I'm glad I'm glad they did it. Uh, they did it differently for uh, Kyrie Sane. So like you know, my my fear is well like not my fear but like my gripe that I have with uh, it, it's not necessarily with NXT but it's just like whenever you know a Joshi star comes over, they always want them to mirror the Oscar template, and I'm just like we don't have to do that. 
we don't we don't really have to book every uh you know every japanese woman the same and then not oscar yeah exactly (laughs) so uh i remember when people were just like oh you know Kyrie saying it's booked weird because she's not booked like oscar and i was just like come on like (laughs) you don't want to uh you don't really want to go down this path you know yeah we'll see what happens with uh saray i don't right now i don't know who she can lose to so it kind of it is what it is but We'll see what happens when she gets closer to the title picture or when she's like at the top of the uh more yeah. top of the woman uh food chain. Um Team Ninja said they want it next. They said the they want they said they want no more smoke with uh yeah with right. girl. They said we good. <laughs> hey man, <laughs> so so hey man, so what are y'all gonna do about Zion Lee? I don't know, I'm pussy. <laughs> I'm like, what? Come on, man. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> if, she want, if she want to be possessed, then be possessed. And I was just like, damn, y'all not going to fight for y'all friend no more? Damn. Nah, you know what? I respect that. You know when you get your ass whooped, you're like, you know what? <laughs> just acknowledge it. You but got it. You got I think it, it's funny, I, but I think it's funny that you're just like, yeah, you know what? If she want to get possessed, yeah, they beat her or whatever, but I want next. <laughs> Like I thought that I thought that was really weird. Uh and then Frankie Monet comes out and you know, I don't know if she's being genuine or she's just being really uh really shitty. I wonder when they're gonna let her wrestle. But um I'm sure too. That was the rest of the that was the rest of the segment. And then Raquel Gonzalez and Mercedes Martinez has a really good um segment as well. You can see it on YouTube, I think it's really nice. And then they'll be having a title match next week and then uh, we mentioned it earlier that um, Theory was involved with Cross, and they'll be having a match next week as well. I think that's going to end in a DQ. Johnny Gargano is going to get involved. Uh, that is about it. Is there anything on NXT that I missed that I could uh, on the top of your head? Um, I didn't watch it live. So. I know. I'm trying to think. I don't think any. I think we got everything we want that was really impo- of importance. Mm-hmm. Um, we still haven't heard from Roderick Strong yet, so I'm just, I don't know what's I, up with hey that. Hey, man, I, I told you, I think it was a soft retirement. I'm very that's crazy. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in tears. Like whenever, when it, like for the since that since that moment, and then uh, you know they haven't talked about Roddy at all during the uh, the undisputed era stuff, or like with Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. So um, if that's the current call for him, I'm just very sad to see Roderick Strong go. Uh, hopefully he could come back in the future. I'm, I'm scared. I hope I hope it's not a soft retirement. Well, all right. So he did post a picture just not too long ago on Twitter, like he just got done working out. So, you know, stay stay strong, man. Roger strong. strong if, you ever, man. if you ever hear this, we love you, bro. Um, but yeah, that that is it for NXT. Let's get into AEW's blood and guts. This should be a really fun discussion. Guevara just said it. We surrender. The inner circle has surrendered. They saved Jericho. Good God. Thank God. They had to save. They had to do it, guys. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt about that. Absolutely no choice. The pinnacle. Wow. They win it, man. They have won. I, I asked you at the top of the show earlier, but how would you feel about this episode at AEW? Um, it was a one-match show. Yeah. 
I mean, it is what it is. You want to talk about the match right now? Oh, you, you just want to get straight into it? I think we can. Yeah. Okay. Look, this so, is the, oh, go this ahead. Is, this is the second time. Look, I want to preface this by saying I like the Blood and Guts match. I enjoyed it. How, however, this is this AEW needs to figure out how to make their quote unquote dangerous spots not look so shitty. This is the second time in a row where the big spot at the end didn't deliver. And it kind of just yeah. like the deletes all the work that those guys put in. All the blood. Look, all the blood they shed. But it doesn't matter because you're only going to remember the end of the match. This is mm-hmm. the second time they've done it. Also, a lot of the match was in picture in picture. Uh, yeah, oh my God, yeah. Duh, can y'all please fight for an ad-free main event? Please. Like, or just don't do that on Dynamite. Do that on pay-per-view. Yeah, which absolutely what they should have done. Uh, that was killing my vibe. I, I said that on Twitter. Like that, like the the commercials were just killing mm-hmm. the vibe. Killing like the vibe. Uh, when NXT didn't do the ad free for the final the final beat, I was just like, "Hey man, these niggas fighting for a really long time." And as soon as soon as soon as I hear that Frank Thomas commercial. <laughs> Shit, I'm out of it, bro. I'm, I'm thinking yeah, about it how, took I'm, me out of it. I'm, I'm thinking about how dick pills are really being slain on public television, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but like, um, they really slick about not saying it. Yeah. But um, besides that, I will say the match was good. The, the crowd was the crowd was hot. The crowd, dog. The crowd, that was that was nice. AW needed that. Yeah, the crowd was on fire. Like even for after the second commercial break. They were yeah. like dying out a bit, but like once like they climbed back onto the top of the cage, the, the crowd was like right back in it. Um, yeah. There was really nice spots in there. I like Sammy Guevara's um, Spanish Fly with Sean Spears. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, Dak's bleeding early. I thought I thought oh, MJF early. I thought MJF was going to be the guy that was going to do the do the most bleeding. I wasn't suspecting oh. Dax to be the guy, but um, it, yeah, it's kind of crazy. And then like. Dog, what the fuck is up with the camera work? Because whenever somebody is literally reaching for their blade to blade, the camera's just like, did they catch it every time? Yeah, the camera's just like, hey, yo, look at that. Well, if we're going to talk about bad camera work, also, they literally like showed Jericho telling MJF to push him off the fucking cage at the end, too. Like they showed, like, they literally closed closed in on on Jericho speaking. Mm -hmm. So so ridiculous. Uh, But um, how do you feel about the finish? Um, I would have did it differently, honestly. Like, instead of having Jericho kind of, like, visible, I definitely would have, like, had him crash into the abyss, like, go under the stage. Yeah. And so you couldn't see the obvious wooden steel pan or, like, you know, the, the, the cardboard that is painted steel. Yeah, and the big ass, um, you know, cushion at the did bottom. You, you know, did you see the did you see the tweet Shotzi uh, Shotzi Blackheart posted? Yes, that was very funny. And <laughs> honestly, guys, if you're upset about it, come on, man. We we all thought it it, it wasn't that great looking. Um, and also, I don't think I don't think you want to try Shotzi Blackheart like that. She would have died. She would have died for it. She would have died for that shit. Um, but that's my I, problem. I feel like they mm-hmm. don't. Either they got to angle the camera angle better, or they got to go, yeah, fall through the stage. Don't, yeah, like he's falling back on his bed. This is mm-hmm. the big 
Just let something look like it, look, it looks fun. I would have did that. <laughs> oh yeah, they're like a good time. Like uh, dropping him into a bounce house. Yeah, uh, a foam I, pit. I, yeah, I definitely would have. Um, you know, made sure he like crashed under the ring and like, I guess not piled the cushion so high up. I don't know. Yeah, some smoke. Um, yeah, like when Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole like crashed through the stage at the uh, at the um, the most recent takeover. And uh, the Pinnacle wins, so that's good. I'm curious to see where they go moving forward. I'm curious to see where the Inner Circle goes moving forward. I thought the Inner Circle was looking like bitches when they was crying over Jericho while uh, MJF was just up there smiling. Yeah. Like, go up the, there, rest of, the rest of y'all ain't get tossed, bro. Hawk them, bro. <laughs> right? <laughs> eye for an eye. You see the bell rung, it's over? Right? It, it, the bell <laughs> rung, y'all clearly forfeited, and he still threw them off. Fuck it. Yeah. Hawk them. <laughs> but um the match yeah, was cool like the, ma- the match was cool um i saw comparisons to the other war games matches how uh aew's felt more like a brawl and that's fine that's cool that's fair i agree with that yeah, it, fe- it, de- it definitely felt more like an old school uh, yeah you know and, uh, november wcw type of deal yeah because i feel like there wasn't wrestling in there after a certain point like no, they were just laid out. Uh, yeah. Shout out to um, Ortiz for pulling out the uh, the, the fork. forks, <laughs> a la, a la uh, homicide back in the day. Art, that uh, was art. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Um, also, one thing uh, before we get off this. Um, so about the finishes, you know how they always um, they don't really like deliver, I guess. But yeah, AEW they bleed, they curse, they do unprotected chair shots. But whenever it comes to like, you know, to do the dangerous thing for like the big shot or like the big moment, it always like falls flat. And I'm just like, yeah, it just falls like, flat. Oh, it's like, like, what's going on here? Yeah. Ugh. What is that? Yeah. Right. Um, I was into it. They had, they had me in it, oh, man. And yeah, then they I, was just like, I was really in it. I, I, I did. I like war games. Yeah. So I, I thought it was fine. And so now we have to talk about the rest of the show. I thought the show was like, honestly, yeah. outside of that, I thought the show was terrible. You, you, low key, low key. I think they would have been better off if they just did an hour's worth of promos and shit and just kind of. Oh, hour worth of promos from these well, wrestlers? Not, 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 not like video packages. Hell no. <laughs> like, like video packages and shit or something. Oh, like, absolutely. I, I think the, the only good video package that came out this uh, was the War Game. Uh, I mean, <laughs> War Game. Uh, the blood and guts and the Yuji yeah. Nagata and uh, Moxley thing. I thought that was really that was cool. nice. That was good. That was that good. was it. All the other promos, terrible. Yeah. Um. You want to talk about Kenny? Okay. Yeah. Um. We might as well just. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna blitz through the match because I thought the match was terrible. Yeah. And I don't. I don't. Uh. Like, is Eddie Kingston? Well, we know who the number one contender is or who's gonna be facing him. So, like, why the fuck are we even doing this match? And also, it's supposed to be Kenny and Moxley having this blood feud. How come they never were like in the ring together? They want to save it. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what they're saving because they already had the the exactly the barbed wire match. So yeah, the, I don't. I so don't what the fuck has been this whole thing going on for all these work? Ramming into trucks, uh, choking out his friend. Like, what is this bullshit? If they're not even gonna like have the rematch? Yeah, if I almost feel like they're transitioning to Moxley and Kingston versus. The Bucks, at for, for, for fucking what? I don't know. Moxie to have a title match. 
like what, what what is this shit like you had these guys like literally feud for like a month and some change after uh revolution and then you're not even gonna do the rematch mm-hmm. you you've been hogging up the fucking like uh the title picture for what we had no and you we have the rankings so we had a number one contender for a really long time moxie did not need to be doing the shit that he was doing yeah. teaming teaming with the bucks teaming with death triangle the fuck was all that shit for gotta get moxie on tv but we could easily get him on tv in a different capacity like he literally does not need to be around kenny omega he doesn't i agree also yeah oh, like they don't have any chemistry like they're terrible with it. like they can like they don't mesh well so like he could have like you know rest been wrestling like scorpio sky i guess or you know pentagon jr maybe literally anything fucking else yeah um so kenny omega abandons his friend and then his friend comes out later to no sell it like he didn't just get cho- uh got beaten up earlier carrying kenny omega's belt um kenny omega has a segment with tony Schiavone, and tony Schiavone announced that there's going to be a number one contenders match with uh Pac and Orange Cassidy. I don't know how the fuck Orange Cassidy got into this number one contender spot. Um, you know, you know the funny part about the Orange Cassidy thing is too, like the matches he's been having on Dark because I watch Dark because I'm dedicated. Uh, the matches he's having on Dark have been just straight up squashes. Like they've been like thirty second matches, which makes it even funnier. <laughs> like, like it's just. Like, He's really have been, he's truly been doing nothing on no on dynamite. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Pac has been not around for a couple weeks now. And you literally just had Ricky Starks and Hangman Page fighting, mentioning that they're both top of the rankings right now. And then you knock Hangman Page off for some reason. So you can have this match. Granted, Kenny Omega and Pac have, you know, had a really good match before, but I don't see Pop taking it here. And I sure also, as fuck, I, I sure uh, as fuck don't see Orange Cassidy taking it here. Also, Pac and Orange Cassidy had a good match. Yeah, probably his yeah, breakout match at uh, Revolution. What two years mm-hmm. ago? Has it been two years? Mm-hmm. Damn. But um, yeah, I I don't know which match. I I mean, I think I would rather see Kenny versus Pac. But the way that promo came out, I don't know. Are they, yeah, are they trying to do Orange Cassidy versus? They they they, they 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 made Orange Cassidy try to seem like the ultimate underdog, and Kenny Omega was doing a very bad promo to do so. Huh. But I understand what they were trying to do. Yeah. Um, just rambling. I don't. I don't. Yeah, literally just rambling. Like, oh, please what? get a writer. Um, Something. So, if Orange, all right. <laughs> you're speechless because <laughs> I'm just like alright are you really going to have Pac lose to Orange Cassidy so you can run this match this supposed dream like yeah I, I know this is a dream match for some fucking people but like Orange Cassidy is not taking this like it's more believable if Pac had, like wins this match I think he should I think I think Pac should be champ if not Ray Phoenix exactly and but like, e- e- even if Pac wins this match, I'm very skeptical of him winning the title with the way that this whole fucking boys club at the top shit is going. Yeah. Um. So we'll see what the fuck happens. Um. 
All Ego, Ethan Page, and Scorpio Sky beat the shit out of our Darby Allen. And then Miro gets a title shot for next week. Um, Darby Allen looks like he is really hurt while he's crying in the picture and picture break. Um, why did I picture and picture that? <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't get why you would picture and picture Darby Allen literally just like uh Yamcha at the end of the skate uh at the end of the stairs, like dog, I'm telling you, like these motherfuckers not thinking all the way, bruh. Yeah. Why would you was... waste your, why would you waste your picture and picture break on that? Dog, full screen the dominoes commercial for me, bruh. Fuck right? it. <laughs> um so Darby Allen started crying, so I think he might be shoot injured. Also, uh, all ego Ethan Page. You think he's shoot injured? Yes. Um, yeah, I, I, I think he might be. So he went down upstairs pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, Ethan Page talking about how he like injured um, Darby Allen multiple times. Uh, to me, that just screamed like, "Damn, are you pretty unsafe?" <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you know, I can't even put it on him because it seems like Darby just—I uh, don't even know Darby's unsafe. He just doesn't care. I don't know. He's, he, Shit, he's he gonna care. Bro. He gonna care now that he re-aggravated that fucking metal in his elbow that uh, mm-hmm. Paige was talking about. And so, um, we'll see what happens there. And then later on tonight, Miro comes out, also cuts a terrible promo. Yeah, uh, that he is going to be facing Darby Allen next week, and you know, if he doesn't show up, he'll forfeit, and then we'll have to relinquish the title just seems insanely rushed to me and it seems and it seems like you know Miro is getting the change of plans title reign because mm. how the hell you have the two guys that threw him off the stairs not get that title match yeah it really it, it seems like they're just zooming forward also I think it's really stupid that like they're not getting that title match well I hope Darby's okay shit he ain't look okay um mm. So speedy recovery to Darby Allen. <laughs> we'll we'll see if the injury report comes out because you know AEW likes to lie about people being injured, so or like to be very secretive about it. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. Um, a match you could not pay me to care about: QT Marshall versus Cody. How do you feel about it? Um, after the first commercial break, I asked, why is this match still going on? What are we doing? Mm-hmm. I don't care. Motherfucker, I, will, uh, I was frying up that olive oil in the pan. <laughs> what you making? Yeah, you know, I was making some pasta, and then I heard, Cody got the figure four. Oh, duty uh, Marshall tabs. I said, dog, are y'all niggas stupid? Mm. Are you dumb or are you stupid, man? Like, yeah. And then this this fucking faction that is now ran by a loser. You want me to believe that Anthony Ogogo is going to bring it to Cody with with none of the uh, wrestling experience that QT Marshall apparently has? Mm-hmm. Come on, man! What are y'all doing? Hey, can they just put? Can they just stop that dumb stipulation with Cody? Just put him in the title picture, man. What are we doing? Uh, what are we doing? I don't want Cody in the title picture, but him really just slumming it up with these, like, you know, these dorks. assholes. Yeah. And not putting them over. Yeah. Is like the dumbest shit to me. Like, th- this is, this is 
you know, the meme that's been going around for a really long time that Cody just wants to be Triple H. This is peak version of that. This is 2003 Triple H for sure. Like, that is <laughs> insane. I, I, I don't know how you think this looks smart, you know? Like, I would at least take in the QT Marshall, like, you know, cheat win. Yeah. But, you know, I, I guess AEW has too much pride to do that because since they do fucking beat down angles every fucking week, like... They did two in a row this week. Yeah, it it it, it really was two in a row. It but was two right in a row. It this truly doesn't make sense to me, man. Like this is you can't you could not pay me to care about either of these factions, and now I really don't care about the QT Marshall faction. Uh, moving on. Uh, SEU wins the Fatal Four Way. They're gonna have a match with the Bucks. I don't think they're gonna win. No, it's the um, it's the end of SEU. Well, sad, run. yeah, sad, sad, sad to see him go in this capacity versus the Bucks. Uh, yeah. with, with the way that the Bucks are currently, I wouldn't want to lose to these guys. Yeah. I will say it'll probably be a good match. These guys have history. I mean, they've mm-hmm. wrestled each other. They probably wrestled each other a hundred times. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's not a ladder match. So. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna I don't think it's gonna bang like that ROH match. So it is mm-hmm. what it is. Uh I feel like fucking Frank Azarian is probably gonna get injured in some capacity. We'll see what happens. You think he's uh you think this is like a last hurrah? Yeah, I think this is it. He's been wrestling yeah, for a long time. Yeah, probably. Both of them. These guys, this man, Christopher Daniels wrestled in WWF Jacked in ninety-eight. He 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 he's been with it forever, man. So Hey man, if you if you, it's it's been a hell of a career. So I wouldn't blame yeah, him if you wanted to stop. Yeah, get, do do a little do a little uh, producer job. Yeah, you yeah, a lot a lot of experience. You can help a lot of these young dudes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got they got their title reign. Uh, well, Kazarian did at least. Yeah, yeah. They got their tag title reign. So yeah, yeah, it's it's cool. Um, congrats, congrats, guys! Y'all worked hard. Yeah. Enjoy, enjoy your enjoy the fruits of your labor. Mm-hmm. Look, and, look at us! Look at us retiring them already. <laughs> it, it's for the best. Um, so quick hits: uh, Britt Baker wrestles a middle schooler, Julia Hart. Um, that's how she's going to build momentum going into uh, Double or Nothing against Ukarashita. Where is Ukarashita? I don't think she's been on TV in like three weeks. <laughs> well, Mister Dedicated to the podcast, is she on Dark? She might have been. Is she uh, on ele- Is she on Elevation? She might have been. I, I didn't watch Elevation this week. Oh, oh, Mr. Dedicated. I can't even uh, tell you. Um. Well, that is it for AEW. We got a couple uh, matches next week. We have Orange Cassidy versus um, Pac. Should be good. Um, John Moxley versus Yuji uh, Nagata. I'm not too excited about that, but um, it, it's happening. That is it. <laughs> we'll see what happens next week uh, yeah. and see how these shows go moving forward I can't I, I can't say I am too excited well with Darby Allen possibly being injured um, a lot of my interest in AEW now has really shot to the floor well, well hold on Cyrus what happened have you heard the news what happened the American Dragon he's a free man oh nigga please <laughs> he's a free man wait 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 all right just 
just just uh let's just let's just fantasy book here. If Brian decides he wants this, he wants to be all elite, what do you do with him? Right, right to the title picture. Not what the fuck they've been doing with uh, the shit going right now. <laughs> you wouldn't want to see Kenny Bryan? Uh, no. Because um, Kenny hmm. Omega clearly lost a step. If you would have yeah. asked me two years ago, I would have said, yeah. I'm not, I'm not content with uh, the shit that I've been seeing from Kenny, and he has not proved to me otherwise. Mm. So I don't, like, any dream matches that I had previously, I don't want it anymore. Mm. That's how I feel. Um, until... And, in, until he could truly prove that he is the man that he says he is, he is the best belt machine. Uh, ain't doing it for me, boss. Mm. So may, maybe with Orange Cassidy or Pac at Double or Nothing, he can really show me something. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm not seeing it. Um, if anything, if Daniel Bryan would show up, I would say make him the face of TNT. Yeah, I would that, love that. Cause that's kind of cool. That shit. That's a lot cooler to be an AEW champion. Yo, low key, low key. That might be more way cooler than like. That's how much of a dork Kenny's made this title. Like, (laughs) and like, um, you know, Darby Allen has cooled down significantly, but like, that shit is still like he's still way cooler than Kenny. He's still the cool. He's by far the coolest guy on the roster. Yeah. So by far. um, yeah, make, 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 make him the face of TNT. You could run uh, Miro versus Daniel Bryan. I definitely think that Miro's going to win next week. Um, yeah. So you run Miro and Bryan, and then, you know, just let him let him be the face. And I think that the number one contenders matches with him would be a lot more interesting than uh, fucking Christian. Yeah. Sorry, Christian. Um Oh, you just shout out to uh, that that little video package with Taz. That was actually kind of funny. I thought that yeah, was funny. Yeah, it, 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 it was very funny, but I was I just like, was but didn't you watch this thing on your team like a couple of weeks ago? That, that's just... like, you know, that's like when you like, you try, you try to DM a girl and she, she didn't really hit you back. Oh, you like, damn you know bitch, what? you ugly. You, you, you weren't even all that anyway. Your hair fake. Look at them. Oh, you know uh, the, the, the toxic 2010 energy. Yeah, man. That's all, that's all that was. Yeah, I, I I thought that was funny too, but um, I don't think Daniel Bryan is gonna show up. Um, I think he's just gonna renegotiate his contract to just have less dates. Like, yeah, no, he's he definitely gonna be on the uh the Cena oh, schedule. Yeah, dog, you remember when it was just like, oh man, he's a free agent. He's just signed to CMLL. He's just signed to uh, New Japan, and then he signed right. He resigned with the WWE, right and everybody was like, man, fuck Daniel Bryan, man. <laughs> Come on, man! You don't want to wrestle, goddamn. Yeah, think uh, about the evil. Put it this way: if if Andrade was getting three milli, whatever the <laughs> hell he's making, just imagine what Brian's getting from WWE. He's not going nowhere. I keep telling you people hey. that Brian, Brian's a lifer, bro. He's not going. Come nowhere. on, man. He ha- he has a he has a child to think he about. Got family. Man. Yeah, he's his, not a, he's not a mark anymore. His, his wife is uh, you know affiliated with the company. Mm-hmm. Like he, he's been like obviously him and Vince. Pro, I'm assuming him and Vince have a strong relationship. Like I don't think he's going anywhere. I you know, uh, uh, as an adult, you just have to make adult decisions. Yeah, man. So. He, he's been wrestling for a long time. Just let him just chill out. Yeah. Let him do, let him do goofy shit with Otis or something. I don't know. <laughs> he had enough of that, and yeah. then was just like, I deserve to be at the main event of WrestleMania. Like what the fuck. Uh, uh, but yeah, that that is it from us. Uh, 
You can follow the A-Show Network at the A-Show RNC. You can subscribe to us on Patreon at the A-Show RNC. Uh, with the Patreon, obviously, you get shout-outs, you get exclusive Patreon content like spot callers and some other content that we'll be uh, releasing later on this week with Dion and I believe Chan from the rewriters room. They'll be talking about um, documentary. I forgot which one and I don't have Discord open, so I can't check. But they'll be releasing some content as well. You can follow me, Cyrus, at H underscore visibility. You can follow Quan at the comeback spot. And now we're gonna enter the Patreon discussion. It's a big one. You don't want to miss it. I, I think uh, I think this will be a very interesting one since this is really my first time watching uh, this sort of thing. So just swing through the Patreon, spend five dollars, and then uh, find out what it's all about. Till next week. See ya.